0: Welcome to the Old and the New Podcast Results Show. I'm Mick McGrath. I'm Gibbo. Gib. Mick, missed the week? Yeah. It's getting tough, isn't it? Yeah,
1: too many games. Too many games, too much going on. So we'll go through... Last week's. Last week's reports. ten of them. We'll crack right in. The Royal, three off the Royal. Fine. Big week for them. I'll go 1st got Monday night, the Royal Four. Chester Nomads, two. Willow with two, Sabah, Sabu and Driscoll. A game it should have been over before half-time, with us looking tremendous going forward. Numerous missed chances and a mistake by us just before half-time gave Chester a way back into the game. Second half against the wind, the lad showed real character and closed the game out with, with two second-half goals. Man of the match, Willow, and in the middle of the park. I was there for that one. Quick one on it. Chester was dreadful. The Royals would have been about 8-0 up at half time. If Driscoll could have finished. But as the week we
0: oh, as the week gets, gets on
1: and go see Driscoll's
0: stepped up, he. Mm-hmm. Wednesday night then, Cape in his nil, Major 2, Driscoll and Jamie Eaton Always a tough place to go. And quarter past six K on a Wednesday night makes it even tougher. Pitch was awful with both teams unable to string three passes together. Goal from just come midway through the first half, and then Jamie Eaton coming off the bench to see what the 10 to go. Big win for us. And then Saturday, they went to Mossley
1: Hill. Mosley Hill 1, Mersey Hill 2. Jamie Eaton, Ryan Coles with the goals. Toughest away game yet, especially with the majority of lads at Ladies' Day the day before. With only 13 fit players, we were flat and running on empty. One all at our time of us haven't taken the lead through a quality Jamie Eaton header. Second half, we created a few chances. With Mosley looking to hit us on the break, with a draw looking likely on came Ryan Coles from the bench to pounce on a slip from the defender and coolly lobbed the keeper from 20 yards. Get in. Now we, we, we're in the of Glen, are we? And what was his comment? The lads said they play better with no sleep.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not I'm not sure on that light,
0: but they, they done it. Big wee top. Was 9 points out of 9. Massive week for them. Ellesmere Port Town clinched the CWFL Tarvin Vets Division 3 title and dented Queen's Park's runners up aspirations favour. A disciplined performance from Ellesmere Port saw them hold on for a 2 1 win in dramatic fashion against the spirited Never Say Die Queen's team and in doing so made it 10 wins out of 10. Queen's are involved a number of key players struggling to find their rhythm from early on and were forced into a tactical change which quickly saw an improvement in their play despite this a small turn and finish from Joe Crane gave Ellesmere Ports a 1-0 lead after 15 minutes In typical Queen's fashion, going for a, going a goal down sparked them into life and they searched forward in search of an equaliser Ellesmere Ports were resolute in the defending and went in half-time 1-0 Adam Bedford being relatively untroubled in the goal for Ellesmere Ports a frantic start to the same half saw so neither team creak many chances, but after some tidy play from Melbourne's report, the ball dropped to Stuart Cousins, who ruth- ruthlessly finished from 10 yards to give his team two a two-nil lead with 60 minutes on the clock. With the Queen's players' the spirit seemingly dented, the game looked to be heading for a team finish, but after a slip by one of the de- poor defenders, the referee controversially ruled the Queen's forward to be offside after being played in 1-on-1. The Queens players were furious within the referee claiming that the ball had deflected off the Elmira Port defender, which he denied. The Queens decision roused Queens, and after some high pressing Elmira Port were forcing a mistake, which was seized upon by the Queens midfielders. some neat build up play before the hard working Bernie Holmes smartly finished the set up in the last twenty. The reverse fixture in December was fiercely contested, and even saw a red card for Queens manager Peter <laughs> Smith, despite the fact he played no part in the game. This time around, the manager's involvement on the pitch was nothing short of inspirational. <laughs> Fucking <know. laughs> hell. With 15 minutes left, the Queen's tales were well and truly up. Speedy introduced himself to the game and quickly started pulling the strings in between the midfield and forwards. Despite this, as the pressure grew, Ellesmere Paul started to look dangerous on the break as they searched for a third goal to kill the game. The excellent Queen's goalkeeper was forced into two small saves and as a result kept the Queen's players' hopes of any players alive. Once again, in similar fashion to the end of the first half, the Queen's players laid siege to the Elzmere Port goal but couldn't find a way through the game, finished 2-1. The result leaves Queen's with not much to play for during the remainder of the season, but as Elzmere Port, the chance to finish the season with a 100% league record not become a semi final against the mighty Mersey Royal, Darren Moore and his squad of talented players have everything to play for. Yeah, we played them on <coughs> a week today. It's Monday today, no.
1: That was a big game report. That's... well, Bernie's, Bernie said the, the report was fair. That's why they haven't sent one in. So, the Sunday games.
0: Yeah, I've got one in. The Willy faced <laughs> FC for the first time in the league looking to close the at at the top game started even but 10 minutes in willie started to get on top of it, creating some good chances which weren't taken against the one of play <laughs> fc took the bleed Arden with a clinical finish the willie kept playing the better football and were level before half time bdk capital letters with a lovely free ball to joe kelly lowercase, lowercase clinically though. finished willie started second half quickly and went in front five minutes in louis o'brien a great ball over the top to release BDK, capital letters, who lifted the ball over the keeper. Joe Kelly, lowercase, followed in to force the ball over the line. So that's, he scored two and he's still lowercase. Bad in innit? FC kept pushing and forced an equaliser with 10 minutes to go. Davabow with a thumping header from a Album corner. The Willie lads dug deep and pushed for, for a deserved winner. Ben Travis with a lovely free ball found Ellis Byrne and acres of space. Who in turn delivered a great cross to the unmarked Joe Kelly, lowercase. Who fired home for us and the Willie's third. What a game to score a hattrick. Great game to watch, two good sides. Massive three points for us, which I felt we deserved on the on the day. Long way to go on lots of footballs we played. Just like to say thanks to Liam Whelan. Roger, John and Julie from <laughs> FC, who looked after me when I had a little wobble in the changes after the game. Much appreciated. Man of the match, you guessed it, Liam Carrington. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. He'll love you for that. Yeah, yeah, he did. I think it got it got <laughs> the better of him. Got the better of him, so they looked after him in the changes. All right, I've got one from Glenaven. Take all the positives from that. The lads were competitive throughout against a quality sore goal side and had enough chances to win it. They were clinical, we weren't, and lost 3-0 chalk and cheese from Sunday they knew they'd been in a tough one at the end too standards have been set now for the rest of the season man of the match Nathan Penny I've got Ray team Okay.
0: we could have put a glass eye to sleep in the first half but somehow we managed to go one up at the break our goal came from young Alby who placed it near post after him and Mike Redgrift found themselves 2 on 1 with the last man ray Bairn had many chances but none that were clear cut 1-0 at half time ray Bairn put the pressure on the second half and it came a midfield battle with both teams not having any chances 10 minutes to go and ray Bairn piled on the pressure ray Raybane corner and their player won the header to buzz at bottom corner sh- but somehow Danny Tharrett came out of nowhere to clear it off the line ray Bairn's goal coming in the 89th minute and we couldn't hold on to be fair to ray Bairn, they were unlucky and probably done enough to win the game Three draws on the bounce after being in winning positions and another goal conceded last minute. We got lucky and walked away with a point as we just didn't turn up today.
1: And I like them on ones. Yeah, they can turn every week now, Tima. One of the first through as well. No way. Like, because we've only got four mm-hmm. through from this weekend. Near one of them. So our first midweek game is off New Ferry. First midweek game when we face JPL Jets away. Midweek games maybe may decide this title this season as it's always difficult getting a full squad out after work, but I guess that goes for everyone. We had two influential players missing tonight, but we still had enough quality to win the match. After a pretty even start, JPL Jets capitalised on a mistake from a quick throw-in. The third goal gifted in two games. However, soon after, Leon Murray scored a long-range effort. That was possibly a cross. The wind carried it in at the far post. Top corner, one all Free kick from Luke Rowland rattled the bar, then a huge header from Big Lou. Did the same. The bar shuddered. Half time on all. Second half we find it difficult to get up the pitch against the wind. But we're never really in too much danger. Couple of chances either way. Including it in the woodwork once again. A few yellows for over enthusiasm from JPL. But a competitive game. Fingers crossed it doesn't stop us being at the top end. At the end of the season. Man of the match. Leon Murray.
0: Outstanding. Second half. We've got one from... Um FC Match game for us today Against a very good Bushel side currently sitting Second in Division 1 Every player was right up it as we had Something to prove To ourselves Due to a couple Of close defeats lately We started the game With the right attitude And took the game To Bushels Creating quite a few chances But their keeper Wasn't on his toes And kept the scoreline level Going into the half time Break it was nil nil We had a bit of a shuffle In the second half And we continued To create chances But yet again Their keeper stood strong and he was the difference up until then. Then we ju- then when we we thought it was going to be one of those days, Liam Whelan broke away, down the right and squared the ball for Billy New to smash the ball into the top corner, leaving the keeper no chance. One 0 We managed to keep Bussels at bay and restricted them to long balls. That's how the de- defence ate up all day. We saw the game out and fully deserved the win. I could have picked 16 the matches today as well. Good luck to Bussels for the remainder of the season. Got one here. It's the first as well off the looks
1: I had Lloyd in the bus the weekend before and he had a bit of a in the comments so fair play Shaft's away today after facing them last week and winning comfortably we was expecting a tougher game today with them signing some new lads and having a bigger squad available the lads knowing we need 8 points from our remaining 5 games to be crowned champions could be wrapped up in what's a massive April month we started on the front foot with a couple of half chances then we took the lead on the 8 minute mark when Will Bullpen scored with a superb half volley from the corner of the box giving their keeper no chance at all. Just a minute later after kickoff off resume Jack Marbury hit a rocker from 30 yards out right into the top corner for one of the best goals I've seen for Luke's in our rich two year history. <laughs> then safe from the restart again Ben Crossley produced an unbelievable chip. Beating the onrushing Taz who had no chance with the first three goals. All this in the first 12 minutes of the game. We weren't done just yet and on the 15 minute mark a ruthless Ben Kearney pounced on a through ball to slot home our fourth and 15 minutes of the first half. Had some start there. We took our foot off the gas after this and cruised to half time playing nice football with our defence not troubled. We had John Strange, Luke Ainscote and Jack Marbury dictating the game till the half-time whistle. Not an exciting second half, in truth. We created a lot of chances and should have scored a few more. We made a few subs and one was Ash Power who came on and grabbed himself a goal, rounding off a comfortable 5-0 win. Ben Kearney, simply unplayable today. Great performance from the Luke's number 9. On to Lions next week, hoping for another win and get one hand on the trophy that will guarantee
0: us promotion to the Birkenhead Prem. We've got another one off the Willie Yes Willie entertained Eagle and Stewart Looking to make use of the game in hand The Willie dominated possession from the start But never really hit top form in the first half Eagle and Sturt were very spirited And worked their socks off The Willie went on the look after Joe Kelly Fed Ben Travis, who skinned the full back And smashed home Second followed soon after BDK Capital letters setting got and Harris who fired smartly Lowercase Third before half-time, Ellis Bairn driving from midfield and smashing home from 25 yards, lowercase Second half was a carbon copy of the first Fourth goal came when Ellis Bairn thumped home a great header from Joe Kelly, lowercase Lewis Goldstone got the fifth, lowercase Sad really, anyway. With a was. precise finish and after a good team move Lewis got his second and the welly sixth Beating three men before home. lowercase And now what a surprise Good luck to Eagle for the rest of the season, good bunch of lads. M O M, that man Willow. Capital letters, immense capital letters. Shout out to my lad, Liam Carrington, he keeps producing. <laughs> does it say that man Willow? It does.
1: And that was from last just wondering if he was there. Oh. Or if he's just taking the mech now out of us.
0: Well
1: if that's the case then we can uh Hey. Is he just taking the piss out of us now? Mm, that's interesting. Then
0: I've got one here from Mersey Royal Vets. Uh we missed that one out. Yeah, we'll go through it. I didn't see that to be honest. The Mersey Royal Vets travelled to Cape and for the third meeting of the season. Both previous games had been a draw and Cape had won the cup game on Pens. Royal up against it from the start with only twelve men, with four of them struggling with injuries, whilst Cape had eighteen players. We did however have the Mercurial and Andy Robbo making his debut. Good uh, replacement for someone in it. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah. The wall was not lost. The Royal Stars as well and played some lovely football. Denied a clear pen and created a few good chances. Was it a pen? Is that the one on you? <laughs> oh, <my> <laughs> God. God. <laughs> if that's you, mate, that's it. <laughs> no, it wasn't on me. I can't. Oh, no, there was handball, I think. Was oh, it? Whole team went their socks off level at half time and all that. All line like a scene from Casualty with injured bodies everywhere <laughs> Cape came into the game second half but with Broil who took the lead Danny Brooks with the ball over the top which Andy Apo lifted over the keeper lads defended like trojans and had three superb chances on the break which weren't taken 30 seconds on the clock and that man Andy Robbo in capital letters. <laughs> 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 is, he, is he the first vet to get capital yeah, <laughs> <it> was, <laughs> takes the ball towards the corner flag with 4k players chasing him before anyone knew what was happening? He had skinned the first, make the set, make the. Th- he skinned the first two, make the third, and then make the fourth for a laugh and roll the ball across the box for Andy Apple to finish. Robbo, was on one leg at the time as well. Proper performance from the lads. All of all of them quality. I love Andy Robbo. <laughs> Do you know what? It, that was probably the t- one of the toughest games we played with the
1: vets. We did. We only had twelve. If we've done his ribs and had to come off at half time. Davalou was Andy lava, we said they're on one leg. First time I played for months. Mine went like jelly. It's a good, good, big win for us as well. But that's last week's
0: done. <laughs>
1: we go to Saturday, I guess an easy port to be a bit longer than usual, midweek's on and
0: To so what? There's not much, huh? No. no. On Friday morning at Gaten Park Hootten Vets faced off against Cap and vets in the Whittle Junior Cup Final Steve Hickson gave the, the lead midway through the first half five minutes later and Fleetwood headed Hootten Level after good work from Jimmy Cross on the touchline Fleetwood got his second not long after and fired home at half volley from the edge of the box as the tables turned 15 minutes into the second half Matty Cash beat his man inside the box before chipping it over the keeper to make it 3-1 three, three and Fleetwood then completed his hat trick when bursting through to slot, past the Cape Keeper to seal a win for hoop manager Peter Polly I How was at that game? Great win. Great to take that up as right. an old man. Gotta give it to someone you know. Who? The Cape goalie. Matty. Matty. His fault for the first? Yeah. Yeah, you see on the videos. Now, all bands are he gives it to me, that lad. Yeah. In the end, someone had to take the goal kicks off him. Did do, he, yeah. kick it out past the goal kick, the 18 yard box. He told me the other week never play for them again because he got left out in the league against us. Wow. Well, he, he didn't have his best against but I'll be honest, I was very disappointed in Cape. They just made it on the hoot. They just had more legs than them, and yeah. It, Forbes, he made a difference, though. Yeah, he pace at that. Just, just yeah. Don't be it, Fleets did well up front, obviously scoring a trick. And they're quite a young vets team aren't they? The yeah, they are. So they've all got life, but fair plays and they made it as we were. Four games were played last Monday and the memorial ground Both Shaft's first team and reserves were in action which produced conflicting results. The reserves were beaten sooner by Runcorn Sports, but it was a good good news for the first team it was goals from Nathan Hickson, Lewis Trodden, Iggy McGraw. Plus an own goal Saw them progress through To the semi-final At the expense of Blake and youth reserves Now are we giving that to Iggy or I'm saying two own goals I think it was an own goal as well Um, That was part of the reason We didn't do last week's show Because we went and watched that Yeah Should have went on the show Yeah should have Unitor's winning run continuing as they also Won 4-1 Against Great Sutton With goals from Vinnie O'Toole Matty Maguire John Maynes And Leon Jones Goals from Will Harrison and Mike Murray gave Christleton a t- 2 0 win over Hellsby seconds in the last game of that round. So the semi finals will be Shafts v Christleton and Unitor v Runghorn Sports, which are both, both Shafts and Unitor yeah. at both at home on Wednesday night. Shafts and Unitor both at home. Mm-hmm. Decent final that. Unitor Shafts, obviously, we want this Yeah, end. it's a local yeah. In the Tom Kennedy Vets Trophy A hat trick from Dan Bowen Plus goals from Mike Jones and Liam Henderson Gave Harvard Vets a 5-1 victory Against Great Sutton Parkfield Rangers beat Rake, the Rake and Pickle Vets 3-0 The Vets Division 4 Which we've already done No, we have sorry Tarvin Position Vets Division 4 Unbeaten Great Float secured the Division 3 title As they hammered Rake and bick- pickle Vets, six one, a hat trick from Cockgrave uh, was supplemented with a brace from, Modi and a Bessel <laughs> single, with midfield my suit so Tony Edge receiving man of the match in a game, Float controlled from start to finish, and that's it. Not it's what a- loads of free weeks this weekend for the chess league. That's a quick Chester. What I will say is I've got I, I've had a, a message message. Um, <laughs> So I'd like the Chesterley to clarify this. Um I don't get it. I don't get this rule or law, or whatever you've got in your in your handbook that you've got to have played four league games to play in the semi final. Even if the players played in the Cup game. Already played in the Cup. What,
1: well, so you're telling me you can play in the quarter
0: final, but you can't I mean, play in the semi
1: because
0: yeah, you haven't played four yeah. league games? Yeah. So pl- like the goalkeeper in the Unitor can't play. In the semi-final, even though he's played in the quarter-final, because he hasn't played four league games. How does how, that work? Do you know what? Now you bring it to my attention,
1: they always had mad rules at Chester League. I know, but that, that can't be a real You can't it? Yeah. You, can't, you can't let someone play. They had mad rules regarding the Cups, and it used to be you had to have done something by January, but this year is different. I'd, why I'd have done it this way, I don't know, because we haven't had the COVID issues. Yeah, you've got people calling them off, but there's been no lockdown, there's been no... Shut down for a number of weeks, has there, And for some reason they've just threw the cups and they've not
0: even done every cup to be fair. No, no, but They've I... just threw the cups in at the end of the season, so what what rule is that? How can how, how can you play in a cup? So what happens if you played in all the rounds not play the league game? Because if you've got two goalies, yeah, and you think you know what, he's just there to help. Yeah. And we'll let him play in the cups. And then the Cubs so come along. So you get to the semi final, you can't play. Him. Nah, come on, you haven't checked the rules, No, because let's be honest, nobody really does. No, I don't think that should be a rule at it. I know he's listening to the League, but can you can you just clarify that because I generally don't know how you can let that happen. What happened if a lad started the season, played
1: two games, broke his leg? He's on his comeback now, and he can't play. No, do in it, but, but he stayed at the start of the goal season for United, playing goal in the
0: quarters. So,
1: What's, what's happened to the other keeper? Is he out or something or what? I don't know, I've just had a So check. they could have a player, an outfield player in goal for the semi, if that rules the rule.
0: Probably, yeah. A bit of a mad one. Well, uh, so if you can get back to me on that, let us know. You're all usually good getting back
1: to us. Alright. So we
0: go to West Cheshire. Surely this one's busier. This is this a big one?
1: Yeah, it a while midweek Saturday
0: yeah in Division 1 Pike Cup holders and 4th place challengers Mosley Hill chalked up their 14th league win of the campaign after Caleb Jones double was supplemented by Tom McMahon and Nathan Peet full win victory over relegation Haunted at Ainty Villa in Division 2 Shaw Hellsby enhanced their promotion claims when Dylan Westhead and Lee Turkington netted 2-0 win at West Kirby while 2nd place Liverland Remickhead with goals from Josh Rice Aaron Rutherford, Spence and Kieran Hughes kept the promotion change on the boil After a 3-1 win over McCold Reserves. Despite goals from Matt Bailey and Max and Max Butler Raven United capitulated 3-2 to replies from Cheshire Lions Tom Craven, Danny Mulville and Sam Dickinson. Dave Wright Elliott obliged the Cape and Reserves but still fizzling the losing side in their Division 3 tussle with local rivals Groves who posted a 2-1 Result C of efforts from Ryan Maxwell and Jack Jack Bond. That's us, that was for Monday. Tuesday the twelfth. Solitaire fixtures took place, Division 2. Pil was a great result for Pill Victoria who celebrated the 3-2 winners, against Lake Pill Reserves. Aaron Rainbow, Kyle Bennett, and Liam Owen applying the finishing touches. James Thomas and Tom Collins scored the host consolation. Wednesday. B- <laughs> Back to the battle for supremacy in Division 1. Leaders, Asheville, kept their noses in front after efforts from Ben Greenhop and Josh Maldon. Clinton added 2-1 verdict over Newton, who responded through Jackson Ellis. Nearest rivals, Major Royals, st- still firmly focused on their first-ever top-flight success. Won 3-0 against Bootle St. Edmunds with real physical 2, and the ever Star stalwart Robbie Courtenay, finding the net. Ellis Williams was responsible for both goals as Cape Reyes Clips Chester no 2-1. Brandon Dickinson scored for the... For Chester Ainty Villa Edged close Edged closer to the safety When That man I'm saying that man That man Liam Van Gelder Van Gelder again Double allied To favour efforts From Joel Jackson And Jay Lee Sparked their 4-3 Winner over Reiner He scored some goals This year that one. Yeah He shouldn't wear the arms, I'd like though, to know I'd mean, scores, you know Ben Dunleavy And Anthony Dunleavy Scoring for the visitors Harvey Till struck twice and was joined on the score sheet by Dan Lewis as Marshall saved a 3-0 win over Vauxhall Motors reserves, while the points were split after an effort from Heswell's Matty Beeman was negated by a reply from Ellesmere Paul and Ben Summers Newly crowned Division 2 champions secured a 1-0 win at Mossley Hill reserves thanks to a salty effort from Dan Benton Good Friday? Oh, I didn't, didn't know this result Good Friday? Unfortunately it wasn't a good Friday for Malaby Oh, I haven't heard. I haven't. Whose seven game winning sequence was interrupted at Marshall Reserve, which in the long run may prove costly in their bid for promotion. The host went in front through Alex Blackburn before Malby hit back through Mike McLean and Ellis Byrne. J- Jacob Till levelled the issue on the circuit for all time before a second half sight from Elliot Musa and Carl Brown dented the visitors' hopes. In Division 1, Mossley Hill had Caleb Jones and Dan Kelly on target, but were left empty handed after Newton ran out 3 2 win- winners. Goals from Ryan Hunt, Jackson Ellis, and Jed King. Fair play playing on Good Friday. Do you know what? I see one of the scouts was sweet about it.
1: Why don't the Liverpool leave for fixes on Good Friday? I'm sure everybody'd want to play. Do you know what? Thinking about it, obviously, there's Cup finals that day. Which is great, but I think it's a great idea.
0: Well,
1: good f- good Friday to play on, not the Monday. Spy then
0: everyone's been on the piss all weekend. Yeah, it's been it's brilliant. Yeah. Heavy, heavy, heavy weekend bank holiday no? Yeah. Long one. Match of the day in Division 1 on Saturday. So Maisie Royal Lock homes with current leaders, Ashville with honest share following a tens one all draw. Midway during the second half, the Royals took the lead after a Jamie Eaton corner was deflected in by a visiting defender. The drama continued, however, when, with five minutes remaining, Gary Mojo Jones rivalled in an unstoppable 25-yard equaliser to keep the leader's typical hopes alive. Is that out yet? Yeah.
1: Has he put it out? Some goal there. Some results as well for the climax <coughs> of the lead. that. I had no reports of them but obviously with us not doing last week reports are always slack the week after and with it being bank holiday weekend yeah, he we're f- grown ups now aren't we we didn't drink yesterday
0: <laughs> yeah, I was in-
1: but the league does the little one Asheville played 24, 61 points Mersey Royal two games in hand three points behind them but that means Mersey Royal have got eight games to play as well as the Cheshire Cup final Asheville have got six games to play do you in any finals?
0: Yeah. In the Pike. Pike are Against against Moss
1: Okay. So that's nine and seven games I've got to play. What are we on now? Eighteenth of April, so you basically got a month. You've got four weeks. Four to five weeks to get to. It's a lot of games to get in No. Be I think there'll be twists and turns in that title race. Don't forget. Most of the Royal have to play on Sundays as well. Yeah, we'll go into that. They do, yeah.
0: Uh, Whereas I don't not many Ashville do, do they? No, I don't think not I don't know, but they do, they play in the walls, do League. So they don't play? <laughs> yeah. Danny Dixon, net of Heswell, they do one over Marshalls, Jacob Till, replying for the visitors. Bootle Saint Edmunds with efforts from Jay McShane and Sean Harris, saved a three one victory over Rainhill Town. Harvey Pasant scoring for... Need that bootle yeah, didn't he bring, do you Since ride, he got beat by Arsenal in their first game they have lost four now Hellsby promotion chances in Division 2 Took a knock Despite a smart double from Will Avon As local rival on ball celebrates a memorable day Keelan Deesmore 3 And Dan Baisley 2 Anchored the visitors to a 5-2 win A double from Kyle Campbell And Costantios Misos Together with fair efforts From Liam Pat and Darren Bannigan and Hart Highlighting Marine, 6-1 blitz and the reserves. They went unbeaten for the whole season. they finished. They're <laughs> the only ones in the league who finished out the fixes already.
1: Some have still got for seven actual reserves got left to play. Most of reserves, but majority have got four or five games left. Didn't, yeah, yeah. Unbeaten, six throws,
0: 24 wins. Well done. Division 3 champions, Sutton Athletic. We call it their 22nd victory of the season. Sean Weaver 2 and Conor Doyle made the score sheet 3-0 against Neston. While well, Putin Royal upped the ante in the race for the runners-up medals with Steve Casey, Ryan Slater, and Kei Evans scored in a three-one win over South Liverpool reserves. Tom Feely scored for South. Got a nice small
1: report here. All right, lads. Matthew Paul, Putin Royal versus South Liverpool thirds. This was the first of three big games for us in our, in our promotion push for our final three games all the way over the water, where we know there are no easy games. South Liverpool beat us comfortably in the reverse fix yet as well so we headed into the game determined to give a better account of ourselves. We played a good game from the start and took an early lead from Steve Casey as he won won a loose ball which their keeper had come out of his box to challenge for and then made sure of his finish into the empty net. South Liverpool had plenty of the ball but we worked hard to limit them from creating any real chances and they threatened mostly from set pieces into our box which we saw out. The second half of the game continued in the same fashion, and we could sense the frustration keeping into the opposition players. They were suddenly down to 10 men around the hour mark after a late lunging challenge was deemed a straight red by the referee. It was the fresh legs of young Kyle Evans, on as a substitute, who made an immediate impact. His running caused the backline problems, and as he lashed onto a ball behind a defence from Carl White, he lobbed the keeper in style to give us the comfort of a 2 0 lead didn't last long though Was 10 man south pulled a goal straight back a good header was well saved by Luke Brady, but they had a player on hand first to bundle in the rebound from close range we never panicked though and we managed the game well we started passing the ball about more using the extra man to our advantage in the heat and as self tired more opportunities appeared for us another ball over the top of their defence this time from sub Ryan Slater drew the keeper out again into a 50-50 challenge but the loose ball Fell kindly for Tom Carroll to put into an empty net. But his effort went wide as he rushed into the shot with a desperate defensive challenge coming in and wiping him out for a clear penalty. And he put in brackets, although it was still a shocking miss.
0: Yeah.
1: Ryan Slater made no mistake from the spot to complete the scoreline 3 1 to the Royal. Two more games to go now. Away versus Aintie Villa reserves and then Bootle reserves. Looks like it could be a tight finish for second place between ourselves, South Liverpool and Bootle if we can manage to win our last two games we may be in for shout of the runners up spot. either way we aim to finish strong as many points on the board as possible they're actually in second place at the moment 5 points ahead of Bootle reserves 8 points ahead of South Liverpool Re- third,
0: both of them have got 3 games in hand on them we are going to get the points haven't you yeah the points were shared The goals from West Kirby's Peter Brown and Joe Stevenson were cancelled out by efforts from Cape Nhurst's Charlie Thomas and Ben Murray and that is us. That's you're doing
1: We go to Sunday. first Sunday Cup final was it this week? The first one innit? Yeah. For this league. Wallace you've had a few
0: already. Yeah have done all those I think <laughs> hey fair play to them. No organised. Yeah? Well that uh, listen I'm not slighting the Wallsie League.
1: And do you know what? organisation is what makes it I'm having a little bit of a rant on Facebook if anybody wants to have a look at it of a lack of organisation but I'll start a goal in each half from Ben Dufton Kelly
0: why are you reading that notes? oh it's just off the it's a press
1: report we haven't actually had one in off him yet are you still out? he'll be gutted when he he sees it out and he hasn't sent it but before we start the goal's already up Barry's put Ben's goals up. Great finish, the first one, by the
0: way.
1: Great sorry. Great finish, but... Yeah. So, goalie jar from BDK for Willington FC in the World District Football Association Sunday Amateur Cup Final after a 2-0 result over Wallace's side, Sheridan's. Wellington on aiming for a treble with another Cup Final on the horizon in the Ullahans-Birkenhead Sunday League. And at stake is the Tony Smith Memorial Cup They're also aiming for the Division 2 title. A brace from Owen Kelsey and a Scott Nixon strike sealed a place in the David Keith Tracy final for saw goal at the expense of MSC Eastern,
0: 3-0. Yes, I have a report of the lads. We knew what the reward was for today if we turned up with the right attitude. We started the game on the front foot and created the the first chance of this match putting MSC Eastern under pressure and we got the breakthrough. With a goal, we deserved a corner from Tom Mascroft, picking out Craig Johnson at the back post who he headed back to Owen Kel- Kelsey to fire into the goal to make it 1-0. Throwball. We continued to control the game and 15 minutes later we made two made a 2-0 with a well-taken strike from Scott Nixon outside the box after a brilliant centre-forward play by Andy Newman. 2-0 half-time, we came back out second half knowing MSC. We're going to throw everything at us. We dug deep and rode the first 15 minutes out with some top class defending by Hannon and Johnum. After defending well for most of the second half, we knew we could push for one more goal to kill the tie-off and we did that. With again Andy Noonan chasing down an NSC defender to win the ball back, high up the pitch, to play in Owen Kelsey who slaughtered to make it 3-0. We saw the last 10 minutes out for a great win. That sees us book our first final after being reformed at the start of the season. Attitude from all 15 lads today was excellent. We look forward to our final in May against FC. Well done, MS season. Good, for, good luck for the rest of the season. MOM, Craig, Craig Johnson and Chris Hannan. Centre-back partnership was fantastic. Disappointed in MSC. Millwall there after the week the result the week before against uh, uh, Bromborough West
1: Ham. Mm-hmm. But yeah, KRCT waiting for them in the final. Rock Ferry Social sailed towards that maiden Ryan the averton Premier Division Championship after sinking Dock AFC 2-0, thanks for methods from Liam Driscoll and Adam Sabu-Smith. It's over. Coupled with a fine 3-0 win over Woodchurch Hotel FC in midweek, Woodchurch, who had high hopes of securing a treble, have been... Dash with two consecutive lead defeats, the hands of the Rock 3 nil, and the latest being a local derby with Beachwood, Jack McGrotti and Fenton Kavanagh scoring the goals in a two nil win. League's over. Yeah it is. Okay, I agree with you. They've two massive results for the Rock. But when I looked
0: at it after Thursday, it was done. Yeah, it was done Thursday. What I will say, I was there Thursday and both teams didn't want to didn't really want to give much away and then Obviously, the keeper got sent off for Merlin. Oh, seat But after that, they've they, they done a job. they Rock Ferry. Very... What I will say about Rock Ferry is they've just been consistent in the league. Yeah. Fuck the Cups, they say, don't they? Yeah, they say fuck the Cups. But when, when you're concentrating on something so much, it's probably not a bad thing going on the Cups. It's worked in a favour. Yeah, it has. And I think they, they deserve deserve winners this year. Yeah.
1: And you know what? He may be the smuggest man in the town right now. But people like Tony who've been there a long time, they do actually deserve it. Yeah, because they've... You know, you know, he's put money in himself to get them pictures,
0: making sure they were playing when others weren't. Listen, I, I remember a couple of years ago when it was only him, um, Jagger and Jimmy on the line. Yeah, and then they brought Esau in and yeah, kept them going with him. Esau kept him going when they were getting smashed every week. Yeah, you know. and he didn't have to. He had no association there. No, so have done well and then... Obviously, they yeah, he's, he's come in. He, 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 they were unlucky last year. Proper, proper fairy lad, any and yeah, and he's got. They've got a good little thing going haven't he? But yeah, they have. You know, fair play to them well done. Yeah, we're we're congratulating them right now, aren't we? Yeah, I've I, I've already congratulated the certain people of the club, of the their team.
1: Yeah, I had I had C Mac on the phone. I told him well done. Yeah, I've told them. I told them weeks ago, but it's they, nailed on now. But yeah, well done, the Rock. Mm-hmm. New name on the title.
0: Mm-hmm. it's been a while huh?
1: yeah Queen's Park form continues to improve and at the same time dented Rivica's chances are silverware with a 3-0 draw on the score sheet for Queen's with Max Herbert, Liam Owen and Harvey Sample oh go on I'll tell you I was in goal for that game Tim Patterson what can we do in nah, that? that's so lets us down but you know what they're, they're a really really good team Rivica but not for 90 minutes they had a spell where they were unplayable the passing the movement and all that but they're too, they're too cocky and too mouthy for a team who've done nothing
0: uh, th- 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 yeah, it doesn't
1: really matter does Yeah, it does you've got it in the right there's there's confidence and it just I don't know riled me a bit I should have got a sense off. But after a 1 0 reversal in midweek to Queen's Park, Great Float moved up to second spot with a solid 4 0 scoreline over FC, FC Bidston, thanks to Sean Farrell, Abe Dobson with two and James Harris. and Glenhaven, who had Danny Dixon and Peter Pegasus, accounted for Cheshire Cup finals. Nestor Nomads 2 0. That's not good for Nestor going into the final next week. Why are we on it? What's happened to the
0: dock? I generally don't know
1: yeah we two last week with
0: them <clears throat> but what I will say is they're both going into the um, Chester Farm wrong. in awful form but well, the only thing from Neston's point of view is they've probably done it throughout the whole season yeah I I, I think they're just, obviously they're just concentrating on yeah on the so chest, they yeah. can't go down they can't win the league so that's this Sunday coming by the way 2 o'clock for are voxels isn't it yeah, yeah yeah you've got to pay, pay the parking as well Oh yeah? No, we're <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: gonna flip then. <laughs> it had me. The Luke are now odds on to lift the Division One title, only requiring one more win to be certain, with three games to play, but they have secured promotion to the Premier Division. Well done the Lukes.
0: Yeah, it was up.
1: Chasing the other promotion place are Bushels Grange Athletic, who defeated Upton Town 1-0 with a solitary strike from Kieran Frost two key players for Bromborough rake were key hughes and key delaney who both struck twice to earn a 4-1 verdict over nestling united but they have s- seven games to play and four games in hand and it will be tough that we on radio in maximum points of Poulton victoria 3-0 with matt lyddiot tom Bolton, and jack gibson on the score sheet AFC Shafts, who had Ryan Griffiths, played host of Woodchurch Rovers, who had Ryan Thompson at an equaliser. One-all draw, the same as the last time we met earlier in the season. It's a very interesting tussle in Division 2, with seven clubs chasing three promotion places. The most notable game of the weekend was Victoria Colts registering a 1-0 win over Eagle and Stirrup, who had Gaz Dickinson
0: on the score mark. Basement Club, Glenhaven Athletic. Got the report. One of those games where it's all about the results. Lads still travelling back from town at (laughs) 9.30. Had to kick off at 10.30. Or no ref. And no ref. But an overdue and well-earned win against Silver Athletic. They struggled first half ran away for it to end, winning 5-1. When they got tired we we stepped up. The old and the new Mr. Classic grassroots moments when our keeper Mikey Bailey scored the equaliser from his own box Good the on. gaffer then made inspirational substitutions and Tom Maldinho bagged two Mike Roberts and Nathan Patrick bagged one each great morale boost and sets us up for the rest of the season M.O.M. Nathan Penny getting better all the time Tom up yeah. for Phil to be fair yeah he needed that <laughs> Billy Rainbow with a brace in midweek
1: and strikes from Ben Morris and Jamie Smith firmed up promotion for division three leaders AFC Park North with a win over Wirral Athletic and he followed that up with a 5-0 romp over North Wirral Saints thanks to a Leighton Clark double, Oscar Sargent and a pair for Billy Rainbow. Whippy Rangers had a 1-0 win during the week and won promotion at the weekend after posting a 3-0 success over Oval, Brad Bland with a couple and Peter O'Brien single. The chasing pack consisted of AFC teamer. You know, Daly Pauls again, well then Lads. It
0: actually says a surprise defeat here. Straight from the kickoff, they they attacked, hit their first shot, which pinged off a couple of our lads and out of reach of our keeper. Well, oh, straight from the kickoff. The off. Then about two minutes later, another attack from Will and another goal. The fastest start for the, the fast start from Will caught our lads by surprise and most were out of position. They allowed us inside the box to slot past on a Russian keeper. When the game calmed, when the game calmed, we started to get back into it, winning a few free kicks. One, one of which Ma- Mike Redgriff to the back post from Mike Redgriff. That doesn't make sense, does it? Well, Mike Redgriff scored anyway. Mike Redgriff scored. We've got to work that much out. It's impossible for him to cross it. Well, might have a lot of it. he got on the end of his own cross. If he can do that, mate, someone's watching. <laughs> Half time, 2-1 down. Second half stars as the first ended. It was pushing them back, winning a, f- a corner in the 50, 55th minute. Swung in by Mike Redgrift. Don't tell me he scored again. <laughs> <laughs> Bouncing out to Jack Grimes, who hit a shot. The willkeeper fumbled. And the moose, Dan Connolly pouncing on the free ball to make it 2 all. 2 all because it says a surprise defeat. Yeah, it's still going, yeah. The game was then stuck in midfield for 15 minutes. Then from half-throwing, one of our lads tried a dummy, and it fell nicely to one of one of them who s- then smashed it into the top end We pushed and pushed to try and get the goal, but we just couldn't find find it. Three points from the la- last 15, and with teams around us catching us up, it's got to be a big push to clinch promotion. Good luck, lads. So was that against... Whittle Athletic. Craig Mills and Jamie
1: Galloway's goal for Whittle. It's just getting confusing sometimes with all the games. Boggs armchair had the resounding 6-3 win over Parkgate-Saint-Germain. Replying for Parkgate was Sean Lunt with a hat-trick. Flying one, two. A treble from Mike Manzer, Supplemented by efforts from Dylan Pearce, Alfie Dangerfield and Sean Wright enhanced North Whirls Saints chances in a 6-3 win at AFC Rayburn during the week. Rayburn again fell victim to Old Parks. 2-1. Matthew Langford scored for someone there. Old Parks are one of five clubs chasing the elusive third promotion spot. And that's it. There's a lot of games this week, isn't there? Yeah, there's loads. So get yourself on the websites. Have a look. Get out there. I think I'll be getting there a few. Got me new thing now, haven't I? Me commentary. Yeah. It's... Do you know what? It entertains myself while I'm watching the game. I had a decent... Inky, people are disappointed they weren't there Sunday. Looking for it. <laughs> Did you get any rumours? Obviously, we both seen him on Saturday yeah. down at Wembley. Yeah,
0: and I was just mad that.
1: Yes. Oh, I'll cut that out. I said his name there. Who's? I'm not going to say it again. C Max. No, the one we seen down at Wembley. No, yeah. You know so we've seen him down Wembley. He told you. He told me. He's adamant that the Rock and New Ferry are joining them together. Adamant. He's heard it from the horse's mouth. He told me. I just can't. I don't know why New Ferry'd want to do it. If Rock Ferry need an influx of players, are they worried? You know, because they have got probably a few of their lads will now retire, won't they? Now they've done it.
0: I don't know, unless
1: you want to go again, try and do it again. I don't...
0: Uh, You've got to have that in you
1: though, haven't you? Yeah, I don't think like Sir Richie Rich Jones got that in him. He wanted to go last year, he wanted to do it and go then. He'll go out with the title. Will Shay Kyle mm. do the same? There is a few of them. I'll be surprised at that one. Mm-hmm. And then i got another one. Come on. Yeah, so I've got a couple of people saying it, a couple of... Re- messages about roger and krc tfc going the rock next year so because we didn't do the show last week i had i hit him with it because i've been been, been uh, getting on with him quite well i know you have yourself haven't you he's a good fella he's a nice fella so he issued a statement for us I so he says so i will not be leaving krc tfc they are my team i'm much more than a sponsor to them rock ferry social My hometown, Tony Davis is a close family friend, known since I was small. He's asked if I wanted to sponsor them by getting a kit and so forth. I said I would. Nothing finalised, nothing agreed. But KRCTFC is my
0: team. Fair play. Yeah, fair play to the man. And... But yeah, I'll talk about obviously we played Camilla's in the cup last week. Oh yeah. Got beat two one. we doing it at the front of the show, why aren't we doing it at the front of the show? Um generally I don't know. We're not mad. But <laughs> I, I I won't hide. Um games have been over after twenty five minutes we made them to be fair. Yeah. Um I wasn't but, there so But to be fair, to layers, they grew in the game, they worked hard, they try and play a lot of football. Um and did football win the day? No well, Obviously We made we made a horrendous Mistake for the first The guys And the second one Was a good Defensive error But to be fair to um J He's bullying Marks and smashing Into the top corner um, Great win for Leeds Bigger pitcher Was gusted at the time Obviously don't like losing But I'm actually made up Without that cup Why? Because the final's On the 21st of May So We've got our final on a week on Tuesday on the 26th. And that's you done then. And then that's us. That, that's a long time. There was I was playing there? Sundays, we've got the memorial on the 22nd, isn't it? Who's in that? Corsair and Doc. I'm oh, sure so the Doc plays Sunday. Then they play the 27th. Oh, so that's theirs, so. The Prem. They play three three finals in a week. The Doc. Who's in the memorial then? To the float for the, um, the Doc. So they're in four finals, Doc? They're doing right? three, aren't they are 3 are not they they're in the, Prime, the yeah. church,
1: yeah, and uh, it's the memorials on that, so it must be the other one, the Conway.
0: Well, yeah, on the Veronica. So who's in the other one then? The floats in the final? Who are they playing? The floats are playing the dock. The dock? And one of them So who we'll calls Airplane? Must be the Woody. There's Woody in C Finals, aren't they? Okay. Well, that's us then. Yeah, thanks for listening.